Welcome to Imperfect Nutrition. I'm your host, Stephanie, holistic nutritionist and trainer. In this podcast, we tackle the all or nothing mindset by providing an imperfect approach to your health and wellness. We empower you to embrace imperfection so you can become your most highest version of self. So fuck perfection and join us on this episode. Welcome to Imperfect Nutrition. I'm going to be doing this live with Paul today. Um, We're going to be talking about why do I keep snacking? So if you want to come a little bit closer so the mic can pick you up. (laughs) All right. So honestly, snacking is something that a lot of my clients kind of struggle with. Um, Let's kind of just talk about snacking. Snacking is not technically bad i am a snack queen i love my snacks um and honestly like i'm someone that eats a lot of smaller meals anyways throughout the day i don't really eat a lot of big meals whereas paul is someone that eats like very big meals and he doesn't really like snack that much but i think you're more of a snacker now i like my filipino portions i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so Honestly, like snacking is not technically a bad thing, um, but you know, if it is getting in the way of your progress and you feel like you're over snacking or you feel like maybe you're not picking the most nutritious foods or maybe you're having almost like a binge effect, then, you know, maybe that's when we can kind of talk about what you can do to help with these snacking things. So there's a couple of reasons why you're going to snack. One of them for me is boredom Mm -hmm. and slightly procrastination because if I'm snacking and I'm eating, I'm not going to be doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm like delaying whatever the thing I have to do because I'm like, oh, I'm eating this right now or just one more thing. Right. So for me, it's like a mixture of boredom, (laughs) procrastination. Um, What are some other things of why people will be snacking? Um, It could honestly be um, a nutrition, uh, a nutrition deficiency. So like for people that are like craving, let's say chocolate, that could Mm -hmm. be a sign of like magnesium deficiency. And that's why you're like craving all these chocolates, right? So that could be a factor there. Okay. So some deficiencies. Um, I think something also we talked about was stress. Maybe when you're really stressed out, you'll you'll tend to snack more. Yeah. Um, I think you said that to me. That's something that you struggle with. That's kind of when the snack Th- demon this comes. This literally happened to me like a week ago. <laughs> like I didn't realize that I was falling back into like stress eating. Like, I was just stressed between, like, work and, like, having, like, you know, stepping pregnant. I'm just, like, you know, anxious all the time. So, like, I literally just had, like, this craving, like, nonstop craving. So, I was just, like, eating every, like, 20, 30 minutes. And then, like, before I know it, I was eating, like, so much already. I'm like, oh, crap. I should have, like, you know, did some sort of intervention. Like, you know, what I do when – what I should have done is ate a proper meal. When you find yourself snacking little by little – have a solid meal like have Mm -hmm. some sort of um, like protein some vegetables and some like carbohydrates to really make yourself like not feel that craving anymore because the more you promote that little snacks like every 15 20 minutes the more you're not like the more you're going to keep going back to the kitchen Mm -hmm. yeah so having like a proper meal um definitely will help um another thing i find with especially with my clients i don't know about you but you're like literally just like freaking hungry right so 
Um, that's kind of something that I have found that like my clients are just like, oh, like I was just snacking so much. I'm like, well, when was the last time you ate? Like, when was the last time you ate your meal? Like, when when did you have breakfast? Mm-hmm. Well, I had breakfast around eight, and then you know I was really really snacky around one. I'm like, well, you waited way too long between meals, and yeah. it's not even like a snack thing anymore. I'm like, you're just hungry like you're just actually hungry and like that's so that's okay right so um kind of like what paul was saying like go and have a proper meal if you find you're just kind of grazing and this is bothering you again snacking is only bad if it's bothering you or if it's like you have a certain you know physique goal that you want to achieve and and you know it is making you go over your macros or something like that or off your meal plan then that's the only time that i would consider it a problem but you know if you just enjoy snacking like I do, like I like to have like three snacks a day, maybe three or four snacks a day, really depending on how I feel, just because for myself, that's where I put in my fun foods. That's what I call them. That's where I have like, yeah, that's where I have like ice cream or I have like, you know, um, like a granola bar or cereal. Like I like to eat those type of things. Like I eat really nutrient dense foods, like for my actual meals, I have lots of veggies and stuff and high protein, but then for my snacks, I'm like, that's where I, that's where I have fun. Yeah, for sure. I do the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I snack, but like very strategically (laughs) um just because if i kind of let loose a bit then it all goes like you know down you go into um, what we call fuck it mode yeah which you do not want to be in it's just terrible all right yeah well there is another thing that can cause a snacky feel um i'm sure you guys have heard this um you know uh the thirst can be um misinterpreted to hunger thirsty yeah there you go see (laughs) so sometimes when you're thirsty it could be like you know your body's telling you you're hungry but you're not really hungry you're just thirsty so that could be like your first intervention and see if you're actually hungry or not so have a glass of water and then wait 10 minutes if you're still hungry then you're probably hungry and Mm -hmm. if you're not you're probably just like you know your water intake was just low yeah. And um, another thing that kind of happens with like your your stress. So when you are someone that is very stressed out individual, what is going to happen is you actually get um, dehydrated from the stress too. So, you know, drinking water is great, but also thinking about electrolytes as well. So that's something that I do with a lot of my like physique athletes. I like them to um, start incorporating electrolytes, Gatorades or uh, electrolyte powder, just because they are constantly dehydrated because you're, you're putting your body through a lot of stress when you're going through a bodybuilding prep, right? So, you know, the electrolytes are going to help you with your workouts. They're going to help you with just like um, that hydration because, you know, hydration is not just water. It's it's um, minerals as well. You're losing stuff, not just, you know, um, urine output, right? Yeah. So, and it can help you with your energy levels too. So if you're feeling really, really low through the day, instead of going for some caffeine, maybe going for some electrolytes could be you know, kind of beneficial as well. So let's kind of get into, or do you have any thoughts on that? No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. It's not really what you, you know, eat or drink. It's what you absorb at the end, right? So water doesn't really have any minerals. So you're, the more you peak, because stress does cause a diuretic effect. So have you realized when you're stressed, you go into the washroom constantly? I remember, I remember like going to doing the competition when I was like super anxious and I was like peeing every five, 10 minutes and I'm just like, holy crap, this is mm-hmm. way too much. So 
try to also track that if you're peeing way too much you you should probably have some electrolytes too because you're definitely losing minerals not just water yeah so let's kind of get into maybe um some of the action steps someone could do possibly for when they are already kind of knee deep in some chips so chips in particular i think this is interesting because you're talking about nutrient deficiencies so (laughs) that's why i like the electrolytes um because a lot of people they'll crave things that are salty right Mm -hmm. chips um uh what like things that are just really high in salt and again this goes to the dehydrating effect of just being stressed out or maybe just not getting enough hydration throughout the day as well so you craving chips or being snacky for some chips totally makes a sense so that could also be something that is happening um but you know again we could find other things that replicate chips um if you just like to have that crunch or you just like to have you know something in in your mouth i guess we all have like a lot of oral fixations but um what are some things that (laughs) what are some things that you kind of uh like for snacks alternative snacks i guess Have you ever just wanted to eat just like a roll of Oreos? Is that what they call it? A roll of Oreos? (laughs) I don't know. Have you ever just wanted to eat, you know, a bunch of freaking cookies, but still be able to lose weight? Girl, I feel you. Same here. I wish I could just eat whatever the hell that I want while being able to lose weight. And guess what? You can do that. All right, you can do that with some flexible dieting with imperfect nutrition. Now, if that sounds like fun and you want to eat some Oreos with your coach staff and, you know, work out hard like a beast in the gym, feel strong, have a big booty and that snatched waist, well, you can go and apply for imperfect nutrition through the bio link. Okay, so I have that actually in my description. So in this episode, in the description link, you will be able to see an application form or if you want, you can book a call with me and we can talk about how we can get to your fitness goals, right? Right. So another thing that Imperfect Nutrition is launching is we are launching a free resource for moms, okay? We have a free course for you to get where it's all about losing that mom pouch. So I go over, you know, the nutrition aspect, the workout aspect, and the mindset that you need in order to lose that mom pouch. If that sounds good to you, DM me mom pouch and I will send you over that free resource. All right. So that is what Imperfect Nutrition is offering right now. Um, I'll let you get back to this episode and I hope you enjoy it. Bye. Um, personally, I really like oatmeal. Like you've probably seen this in my story. Like, I love oatmeal and, like, some protein powder in it and a little bit of cashew milk in there. Like, it has fiber, it has your carbs, and it has your protein. And it's just the perfect meal, personally for me, especially because I crave sweets. So I would put the, well, I use the ANS protein, but I also, like, use maybe one or two Splendas. And then the cashew milk just helps it become more creamier. Mm -hmm. So that is just perfect for me. Like, that takes away my cravings, like, almost immediately. Okay. 
Something that you could also do, um, it might sound a little bit weird, um, but again, it's, it's a sneaky way to get a little bit more of electrolytes in and some sodium. So even if you do like more of the sweets and you're not like, you're like, eh, I don't really care about the salt that much. Something that you could actually do to make the meal a little bit more complex as well is you could, um, get some Himalayan salt and actually, mm. uh, do like maybe like one, like turn or whatever you could call it. Right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't know what is going on out there, but <laughs> completely distracted me. What am I saying? Okay. Um, all right. So what I'm saying is like you could get some Himalayan salt and you could put some of that onto your food as well. So you're getting that little bit of minerals and electrolytes. Yeah. Um, and you could put that also into your oatmeal. It's not going to taste completely disgusting. It's actually going to make it a lot more complex and kind of if you don't like super, super sweet things, this is something that you could kind of put in there and then you're also getting a little bit of hydration. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, actually with the Himalayan salt, that's actually a really good idea because not all salts are equal. There are some table salts that has been stripped of minerals too, but if you stick with like Himalayan or sea salt, they do have their um, minerals still in there. So there is a difference between some salts, just to let you guys know. Okay, so there's Himalayan salt and then sea salt. There's sea salt. Um, yeah, mostly those, uh, the minerals haven't, got, haven't gotten stripped off yet. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what are some other things that you like for, you know, just combating those cravings or that snack? What makes you feel like really, really good? And you're just like, that was satisfying. I don't feel like complete garbage after eating this. I actually have really good energy. I'm going to just crush the day and my craving has been fixed. What's up? It, I know you mentioned oatmeal, but do mm -hmm. you have any of the other things that you like? Um, definitely yogurt ice cream. <laughs> my clients know. <laughs> exactly. No, they do. But it has to be like measured because like it gives me some sort of mental relief in my head because like, you know, I'm not peace of mind. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, the yogurt ice creams that I'm having are usually like 96 or 97 fat free. So they're very low calorie. And what I would do is like put a crunch factor on top, maybe add a little bit of a cereal or some sort of rice cake. Just just those popcorn. Really. I know that sounds weird, it's but not. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually so good. Um, another thing you could do is if you wanted to just get, um, a little bit, I'm like, so about the minerals right now, but if you wanted to like get a little bit more of, you know, just minerals and more nutrition there, um, you could, you could literally crush up some nuts or something like that. Yeah, that's good too. Um, and that would be like a really good topper and give you that crunch effect too. Um, so it just really depends on your, your palate. Preference, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some snacks that I really enjoyed during my prep, we just mentioned it, popcorn. I really loved popcorn. Um, popcorn's great. It has lots of fiber and stuff. Um, and it's really filling. It's super filling. I find when I have a bag of popcorn, I can be pretty full. Uh, I feel like you're laughing. Like you're like popcorn would do nothing for me. But <laughs> for me, I need too much of that. <laughs> for me, it really, really helped. Um, Side note, I measure out my popcorn because when you make those popcorn bags, they actually have so many kernels on the bottom that don't get popped. So I feel chinsed by that. So I always make sure that I measure out my popcorn and just don't do it by bag because those little mini bags, chintz, completely chintz. So I like to make Total sure. Total scam. It is. Like half of it's not popped. That's ridiculous, it's true, right? It's so. Um, I always measure it out to actually see how much I'm getting. They also have those like other skinny pops and stuff like that, which you can get. But honestly, 
it's way cheaper to just get like the blue menu one um and yeah. pop it yourself and you can put whatever toppings you want they have those like calorie free like toppers they have like ketchup cheddar dill crazy ass flavors yeah there's many essentially there's many um another thing i liked was the quaker's rice chips so if you wanted like more of that chip factor as well they have so many different flavors now they even have like a tortilla chip one mm-hmm. now so if you wanted something like that that would be good and I'm, I'm only giving you these options because paul's more of like the sweet side and um i am very i love sweets don't get me wrong i i do love sweets more than i like the salty stuff but i know there's a lot of people that struggle with you know chips and stuff like that so i wanted to give you you guys that you know that other option yeah for sure i mean sweet and salty usually go together anyways yeah um another thing i love to do even now i really like it i like the cheddar rice cakes and i like to put like jam on there because then it's like sweet and salty salty, as well and it's such an easy snack to make like it literally takes no time to make that exactly and if you're competing and you don't have that much calories in uh that you have for the day honestly i tried this i really love pickles as snacks they're very low calorie and they just hit the spot for me Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like pickles, that's fine. It's just, I, it's really weird because I like pickles, but I don't like cucumbers. So, I don't it's know. It's not weird. I think that's normal. Really? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, the same thing. It's like, it's tangy. It's different. I, no, cucumbers are different than, than pickles. I wouldn't really consider those the same. Um, generally, just in vegetables. Yeah. If you like to eat vegetables, like, you could do carrot sticks. You could do um, red, you could do, like, the sweet peppers. You could slice them up. Um, you could put that into like a little bit of hummus or something. So many like great snack yeah. options you could do. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you're just like, I really just want the friggin' bag of chips stuff. I don't want to munch on a freaking carrot. I get you. I understand that. And it's very tempting if it's in your house and it's there. So something that I like to do is I would get a big bowl of veggies, eat my big bowl of veggies in hummus. And then I would still allow myself to have a little bit of just like the normal chips right and then i'm not gonna overdo it on the chips because that's the only thing i'm eating and i got like a shit ton of vegetables in before i did that right so for me i have a huge appetite for the most part so that's that's kind of why i would do that but if you're someone that can portion control and weigh out some chips and that's it and you can just have a serving go for it but i know for myself i could never do that i would eat the whole bag once the bag is open there's there's no there's no return yeah exactly (laughs) So, um, I guess we can talk about like, what would you do if you are already in that moment of snacking and it's like the damage has already been done. Mm -hmm. What would be kind of like those next steps that you would tell someone or help someone in that situation? Like they've already done it. They've already eaten a bunch of candy. They've already eaten half a bag of chips and it's like, okay, what do I do now? You know, because, you know, you, you could just keep going or, yeah, you know, exactly. how do we stop this? So do you have any tools or anything well, that you like to do? We've already mentioned prior, but like, you know, first would be water. Uh, water would actually help. There, there you go. Every time I say water. So water <laughs> definitely will help with that. Um, that would be like your first line of defense. Because like the moment you put water in, like um, your stomach actually stretch and those stretch receptors will tell your brain be like hey you're not actually hungry you're you're just craving like it's like mental hunger mm-hmm. so once the stretch receptors send signal to your brain you're like oh i'm actually not hungry so that could fix it or it could not uh if it doesn't get fixed after that first line of defense then you have a proper meal 
having a proper meal with good enough protein, good enough carbs, good enough fiber and some vegetables in there. What would you say good enough protein would be? Like the average would be like 20, 25 grams of protein, right? So what would that look like? So eight, six ounces of chicken breast or... I would say, okay, 20, 20 grams is probably around three ounces, I would say. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. So I would say any, I, I would bump it up more. I, I don't think I would just do three ounces. I think I would do anywhere from like, like you said, the five to six ounces. So that's going to be around 30 to 35 grams. Mind you, I don't actually measure in ounces, so maybe that's why there's a confusion. Yeah. <laughs> I usually put 100 grams. 100 grams for me is like about 20, 20 uh, 22 grams of protein. Um, I, I, but I'm saying I would bump it up. I would make sure that I had 25 to like 35 grams, especially if I'm craving a lot yeah. and struggling with binge eating. You want to have high protein-packed meals. Exactly, because protein is actually like the hardest micronutrient to... Um, to digest so it slows down your digestion like really really well mm -hmm. um then you add some fats and some carbs and you're you should be fine hopefully yeah. and then you didn't have another glass of water after or so something that i used to do and it would make me crave more is that i would not eat enough carbs with my actual meal so i'd have this big protein meal and veggies and because i wasn't actually getting those complex carbs or just like more carbs in general in my meal I would be craving carbs after my meal mm -hmm. and then I'd be, feel snacky after my meal because I didn't actually get enough carbohydrates in that meal. So instead of being like, I'm just going to have like a quarter cup of rice, literally have a cup of rice, have a cup of rice with like four to six ounces of chicken. Trust me, you're going to be full. Exactly. You're going to be full when you try to do like these like quarter cups or like 50 grams of rice. I've done this before, but I still do this sometimes. But mind you, I don't give a shit and I'll eat like a full like bowl of ice cream after. So I know I'm getting carbohydrates and that doesn't bother me. But, you know, if it does bother you and you're eating a meal like you're having a salad, you're like, I'm eating, the, I'm eating all the fiber, I'm eating all the proteins, but I'm still really hungry after my meal. Are you eating carbs? Like literally, like where's your carbohydrate source in that salad, you know? Exactly. So like it would make sense that you would be wanting that because you're not eating anything. So literally like, I know that sounds boring, like chicken and rice, but yeah. whatever. Well, I mean, for some of, like I say, some of your audience maybe are not, you know, into carbs, maybe they're into keto diets. Okay. So, I mean, fats would be your friend, right? Fats and protein. I mean, they say that when you're in keto, you shouldn't be hungry anyways in the first place. But when I was in keto, I was still hungry. So, yes, <laughs> I know, just endless pit. But, yeah, fats definitely slow down digestion, too. Like, you would just have the same meals, really. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, there's really nothing else you can do. Like, those are your two macronutrients. Like, fats and protein is, like, your friend. When you're on keto. When you're on keto. But you can't even have too much protein on keto. Take you out of it. Yeah, you, they might kick you out of keto. So, it, it could be tricky, for sure. But fats would be your best friends if you're on keto diets. Um, something to mention though, is that I find people that try to do this keto style diet, um, what ends up happening is that they do end up having all these cravings mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like that's what happens. They're like, Oh, I get like this keto bread. I get this keto thing. And then all of a sudden, what are they doing at the end of the night? They're binging on carbs because they were freaking keto the whole day and they freaking hate it and they actually want to eat carbs. So, you know, really depending on why you're doing keto, I think keto has a time and place for, you know, everyone. Is keto something that I think should be long term? No, because you're taking out a macronutrient. Unless keto is also used in like medical like 
That's what I'm saying. I'm saying in very certain situations can be very beneficial, but for a general pop, I wouldn't. I I don't know why you're doing that. Why you're depriving yourself of carbohydrates? Because carbohydrates are not just, um, you know, it's not just like like when we think of like pastries and all this shit and all this sugar crap it's not just that like carbohydrates are your fruits they're your vegetables they're like there's there's so many different things that you're you're getting basically from from those carbohydrates and you're probably missing out on a ton of nutrients and like we mentioned in the beginning you know um you could have a nutrient deficiency. So if you're in keto, you could be nutrient deficient on so many things. And that's why you're having these crazy ass cravings where you're like, I can only do keto for four days and then I binge on a ton of pizza. It's like, "Mm, makes sense. (laughs) There's cheese on pizza. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I guess you could have a keto pizza, but who's really doing that? Yeah, no, for sure. No, I, I totally get that. All right. So is there anything else that you wanted to talk about on this live before we end it? No. Conclusion? I mean, in conclusion, if you feel snacky, make sure you nip it right in the bud. Don't let it, like, linger. Like, don't be like, oh, maybe it'll just go away by itself. Nothing goes away by itself. Mm -hmm. Try to water, then try having a proper meal afterwards and see if those help. Or even have a walk. Go have a walk outside. Maybe you're just bored. You're just really, really bored. I know when I get bored, I'm just like thinking of food all the time. Mm -hmm. So try to distract yourself. Do something else. Get yourself busy. Yeah, that's just a really great point. I think we should address that first. Um, Like before we leave, um, you know, just having something to do with yourself while you are kind of feeling this boredom and i think this might become harder for people as winter comes because people are not going to want to go on a walk when it's freaking freezing unless you have a dog um so what are some things that you could do maybe inside to help you with uh not snacking i was gonna say baking but like that's the worst that, advice that ever worst. because you're just gonna eat everything go clean something it. you're probably <laughs> clean something. yeah there we go clean something that's good you're because pr- for some people cleaning is very therapeutic for some it's just... is it do you do you clean oh definitely for th- therapeutic reasons <laughs> no i uh grocery shop because it's therapeutic back on me that's not gonna help someone who's snack who's snacky <laughs> no but like <laughs> definitely cleaning something or anything like for me as like I, I play like uh, PS4, like Call of Duty. There you go. That's that's it's, something it's a good better. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's more practical maybe for some of the male audience and even you know I actually have like so many clients that game. I shouldn't say just male. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, gaming, uh, cleaning something. Um, something that I used to like to do was uh, kind of put myself in some sort of task or project. So if it was like to do with work, I'd really focus on like making like some sort of ebook or mm-hmm. researching or reading, keeping my hands like busy somehow. Um, I find very helpful or either putting myself in a situation where like I am not able to eat. Um, so like that's kind of where like the walking would come in as well. Um, <laughs> my grandma's here right now. So I guess we're going to end it right here. Okay, guys. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, and share with your friends. And if you wanted to do some online coaching with me, you can DM me on Instagram. That is at a step above the rest. Make sure you put an F with the step. Thanks, guys.